guys, you're tuned in to the Off Limits podcast, the one conversation where nothing is off limits. I'm your host, Joyce, and I'm back again with another special guest, and I'll leave it to you to introduce yourself. Hi, guys. My name is Nathan Zell. I'm a co-founder of Maison Artel, a fashion brand. We started in 2015 with two others, Kevin and Terry. Uh, yeah, that's... In short, that's me. Ooh. That sounds mm. cool, but I want to get into like our tell and everything like later on. But um, yeah, so today's episode we're talking like all things finance, all things business, all things entrepreneur, because that's like a word that we like throw around all the time. Yeah. So in fact, that might even be a good place to like, start. So I put a poll up on our Instagram the other day yeah. about um, like what people think when they first hear entrepreneur, and. A lot of people were like, oh, yeah, like, I think it's lit. And then there was a huge number of people as well that were just like, they get tired mm. of hearing people, like, just dropping, I'm an entrepreneur, public figure this, entrepreneur this. So, like, what's kind of, like, your stance on that? Um, I think that being an entrepreneur now has become very popular. Yeah. And um, it's a good thing because I personally think more entrepreneurs, the better for society. Mm. Um, and they're better for us as young people as well, um, creating our own opportunities. Mm-hmm. However, the negative side to the popularity is that people underestimate yeah. what it really is and what it takes to become successful as an entrepreneur. Mm. And so people just, you know, put it up on their bio, entrepreneur yeah. or business owner or CEO. And, you know, they're doing it for clout. They're doing it for um, for ego. Mm. And that's not what it's all about. That's the quickest way to to fail in yeah. in, in the game, to be honest. So, no, I, for me, not even for me. I, the definition of an entrepreneur is, you know, it's someone who takes risks. Yeah. Uh, for financial gain on purpose or something like yeah. that, and yeah, people. I think people really underestimate the risks, the sacrifice that needs to to be made. Mm. Being an entrepreneur is not just putting it on your bio. Literally. It's not just telling people that you you, you run a brand or you you run a business or whatever. Mm. It's um, it's a lot of work. I get that. Because I was thinking like the same thing, but for me, I don't, I I come from a point of view where I don't really, I don't, I don't know if if I'll say, I I don't feel some type of way when I hear people saying, oh, like I'm an entrepreneur, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Because I feel like, everything starts somewhere. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. big things started off small. And it's like, now, I feel like, especially with, um, like, black people, mm-hmm. like, sorry to say it, but it's like, I feel like we're the quickest to put people down whenever yeah. they're trying to, like, drop that they're an entrepreneur, stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you don't find that kind of stuff with other cultures. Like, if someone starts a business, it's just like, cool, or like, let me invest in it, small, small. But with us, it's always like, a whole like, who she thinks she is, who does he think he is, like, why is my moving like that? Like, you were banging for yesterday and now you're trying to do entrepreneur, nah, my move. And it's just annoying because it's like, you kind of need to give people that space to, like, kind of start somewhere. Yeah. And... I agree. I agree with you. Um, With our people, we we are quick to to put people down. Yeah. We are quick to dismiss what others are doing um, or to hate on them Mm. and things like that. And I do believe that first and foremost, we have to rate people that, we have to take them for their word in a sense, yeah. at least at the beginning. If someone says I'm an entrepreneur and, and you know, like, okay, what do you do? Mm. I, you know, I, I, I do this. Like, okay, man, that's good. You can follow them, like their stuff and, or, or just encourage them, give them some encouraging words. Yeah. You know, I think it's true. That is important, especially for, for, for black people because, um, I mean, society for us is already difficult yeah and to be putting ourselves down in this space where we really do need more black entrepreneurs mm. um we shouldn't be doing that still though we yeah. still need to <laughs> um we still need to i think after that kind of initial yeah kind of starting, starting up yeah after we want to encourage people to actually you know okay do your thing keep putting in the yeah. work don't now, because you've gained a bit of popularity and people know you for your business, mm. don't now become big-headed, slow down or become complacent. Yeah. And, you know, uh, 
and that's it. I just think it's a game that we need more black entrepreneurs, successful ones. Yeah. And so we, in a sense, need you. If you're taking this decision, we actually need you to to take it seriously. Yeah, so it's like it's bigger than just you. It, it really is. It, it really is, man. The people don't understand that 20 years from now, what we're doing, we hope that we're all successful in, in everything that we're doing, but yeah. 20 years from now, you, you could be hiring 50, 100, 200 black people. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're going to, you, you could be feeding 200 black families. Mm. And again, in this country where wealth-wise, you know, we're at the bottom, if not second to bottom, yeah. we need, we need that. We need black youngsters right now starting off their journey in entrepreneurship, yeah, creating yeah. wealth, um, maintaining wealth, and creating jobs and opportunities for our own, where mm-hmm. others don't really give us those opportunities. Exactly. We need to be creating those opportunities for ourselves and for people that are coming after us. So it's really bigger than ourselves. Mm-hmm. And um, it's fun and it's exciting, but it's not a game. It's not a game. It's actually not. But do you know what it is? Like, whilst you're saying that, I'm just thinking a lot of people don't see it like that. Yeah. And it's not it's not necessarily their fault. Like, it's going to sound really weird, but when you think of, like, people talking about investments and talking about, oh, like, you need to start, like, hedge fund this and that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. It's just so overwhelming <laughs> sometimes. Like, it's just like, oh, like, I can't start doing that. Then, like, like I follow both of those pages on like, Instagram where it's... um Those success quotes. And yeah, those success quotes. <laughs> investors quotes. All of them. Like, I save it to my business file and everything. Mm. Like, it's childish, but sometimes, like, I'll look at stuff that they put up and it's really, like... Was, it's intimidating yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like That's all it. that kind of stuff is like so overwhelming sometimes like you don't want to talk about it like imagine trying to tell someone who's like mum's been running away from bailiff their whole life <laughs> that oh yeah you should start investing in like yeah. hedge funds and cryptocurrency this and that like it's intimidating so where do like people that feel like that sometimes like where do they start because essentially I want this to be a conversation to help like People like us that feel intimidated yeah. by things that really is for everyone, yeah. but you kind of feel like you've been excluded from that conversation. I mean, I think that conversations like this are yeah. very important first because people need pe- people should hear um, or be included in conversations like this where we can just discuss where we're at, mm. where what we need to learn, what we need to develop, and things like that. I think first it's admitting to ourselves that we don't know much. Mm. You know, don't be shy about your lack of knowledge or your ignorance to certain things. We started this business with the, just the aspirations and the excitement of wanting to create something for ourselves. Mm. A bit of knowledge, school, college and stuff like that, but nothing major. Yeah. You know, and understanding that Look, we don't know much, so we need to just start somewhere. I think that's the fir- first bit. Yeah. Don't be intimidated by the fact that someone's talking all these big boy talks mm. about what you know, investing and stocks, how they this and you know all that kind of stuff. Don't worry about that. Just be like, okay, I don't know what this person's talking about. Mm. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna go on YouTube. I'm gonna Google yeah. one or two words this person said, or yeah. I'm just gonna Google how to invest, how to start investing or mm. how to start a business or how to start a fashion brand or a you know whatever it is it's understanding that you don't know anything first yeah accepting that and then now saying to yourself i'm now gonna you know start learning i think that's where it starts you then you'll lose that fear of of um how other people are perceiving you you won't care yeah. that this guy that's talking big boy talks and you don't know much you're not mm. going to compare yourself to them yeah. they're in their own lane you're in your own lane you know and and then it's about people like those those big boys that are trying to talk all this big boy stuff mm. it's about them actually also passing on knowledge and sharing it as well like people who don't have it or have yeah. access to it already. you know why are we why are we like keeping things to ourselves mm. you know unless it's some super competitive secret most things that we're doing you can google it so um, instead, what we can do is have conversations like this where we can share a bit of game to people. We can 
share some some tickets to people and stuff like that. Yeah. Or we can tell people in a sim, in the most simplistic mm-hmm. way, uh, what we're doing and how to get into these these kind of fields. Yeah. You know, let's let's not have that ego. Got you. Perfect. Like also whilst you were speaking, so you mentioned at the beginning, you're like a co-founder as well. Yeah. Of Artel Accessories. Yeah. Which oh, is Maison like, Artel now. now. I'll yes. explain the name change later. So it's expanding. I want you to like kind of let people know, people who don't know, like I've been seeing it everywhere. They mm-hmm. should be seeing it everywhere, but hopefully we need more people seeing it. So you yeah. kind of want to go into how did you start like, well, so it started with Artel Accessories. How yeah. did you start that? So in 2015, we started Artel Accessories. Yeah. Um, from school, to be honest. Me personally, I've always been interested in starting some kind of fashion brand. Yeah. Um, and um, put together a group of people from school. I think it was year 11 or, or first year of college. Like We came together, a few people. We had a concept. We didn't want to just do prints on T-shirts like everyone yeah. was doing those times. We wanted to actually do proper clothes. Shady. Yeah, so... <laughs> So yeah, like that's what we wanted to do. That was our that that was our dream in a sense. And yeah. so, you know, we had a we had a girl who was a designer who draw a few bits and bobs mm-hmm. and a couple of other guys just thinking of some concepts and stuff like that. But we were what sixteen or something like that. Mm. You know, pricey to start a um, full on. Well, we didn't really have information. Yeah, we assumed. That it's gonna to be too expensive to actually make your own clothes. Mm. At sixteen, we don't know anything, so it died down. Mm. Finished college and uni, and throughout uni, me and and one of the the guys who was part of the original group, we maintained contact. We yeah. were still good friends, and we would also always talk about you know we need to kind of start something. Mm-hmm. So we we're thinking, how can we start something a bit smaller? And came up with accessories. Yeah. And um, phone cases and card holders, more specifically. I don't know where that came from. Phone cases and card holders. Yeah. I don't know where that idea came from, but it came. But it's good because it's like a, not to interrupt, but it's like a, not like a niche market, but the way you guys started, it wasn't something that everyone was doing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We, we, you know, again, most people are starting clothing lines mm. printing lo- logos or or phrases on their tops yeah and we went a complete different direction and said okay you know let's do accessories mm. i don't think i mean there are accessories brands out there but in yeah. terms of our space and and mm-hmm. for black people and small black brands i don't think there's anyone um, really there doing yeah. that specifically and we started looking for supplies in the summer of 2015 and then towards the end of 2015, we um, we brought our f- brought in our first collection yeah. of Croco card holders and phone cases, iPhone six cases only. We didn't we barely had money. We we only stopped <laughs> black and white. I was waiting for my nude like the big case. And yeah, I remember, yeah. Like a message thing to like I was just like, can you have like a one for a plus? Like, yeah, yeah. We had no. We only had iPhone six, <laughs> black and white. And then cardholders, black and white. Yeah. That was it. Um, and, oh, and so it was, it was me and, and one of my friends and I brought in another friend. And so it was three of us who was interested. We needed a bit more money. Yeah. And then we formed a group that way. We launched a collection late 2015, maybe around October times. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just kicked off like that. That's crazy. And it, it wasn't even as difficult as it can seem. Yeah. And someone just made the decision, uh, like, was at work? Mm. Said, I really don't want to be doing this kind of stuff forever. Yeah. And just went online, started looking for, for manufacturers and factories. And it was actually not that difficult when you think about it. Yeah. And it's just communi- communicating, getting your, your designs or your concepts across and, and then a bit of money. And we had the products in our hands. That's nice. Because it's like when you're saying it, I think 
it reminds me like the most intimidating part for most things is just starting mm-hmm. like starting is what puts you off because when you start doing it, it's just like oh like i really could have been doing this and then learn like along the way yeah all the stuff that puts people off starting is stuff you're gonna eventually learn and like kind of learn how to cut costs and develop and get better and stuff like that i mean we were sitting on ideas for i mean so we started in 2015 i was in my final year of uni but we were sitting on ideas or trying to formulate mm-hmm. ideas before that. I, like, I wish that we could have started even two years earlier. Yeah. I mean, better late than never. And we weren't really late. We were still, we're still, we're young, still young, you know, yeah. we're still in university. But um, again, it, it just goes to show that some it's just taking that step, mm. you know, there's an element of fear because you're going into the unknown and you're and you're putting down money that you yeah. could be using for other things. But, else, yeah. but once you take that leap and you're in, um, it's not as daunting. It's still mm. difficult, but it's not as daunting anymore. Okay. Like, and so just sometimes you have to just close your eyes and jump. But you should plan, if 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 and when yeah. possible. Do you feel like you did enough planning at the beginning? Not really. No. Nah, not really. We just had a couple of ideas of what we what we wanted, but we didn't really plan. We got the stock. We got the stock in. And you know, you just th- ran we with we it. done a photo shoot, and that's it. We just ran with it. Literally, we there was no strategy. There was no um. There was no strategy in anything. No pricing mm-hmm. strategy. No content strategy. Um, no, no, nothing. Like we're just doing it. Yeah. But that was good because we learned. We we launched again twenty late twenty fifteen throughout twenty sixteen. We didn't really sell much. Probably sold like ten items, I reckon, or maybe fifteen. I don't know. Like not that much. (laughs) And fortunately, once we finished final year that summer, late summer, we kind of came back to to the table. Yeah. And said, all right, no, let's double down. Let's we want to do this yeah. you know because at that point that's where people that's where you reach that crossroad mm. is are you going to firm it are you going to pay the price to continue yeah or are you going to quit and that's why a lot of people quit there because they're like oh no one supported no one's buying do you know how many people mm. came and said they <laughs> wanted to buy it like oh yeah i'm gonna buy it and they didn't and that can be so demoralizing for people yeah it can be so demoralizing. You reach that crossroad. That's why you have to ask yourself: Are you in it for the for the for the long haul, or yeah. maybe you aren't cut out for it? And not everyone's cut out for, for to be in a game, man. Is is for me it's the most honest thing. Being an entrepreneur, or starting your own business, is not for everybody. That's the thing. See, like I think people don't like you underestimate with anything like the things that you look at like when you look at stuff that you admire it's only when you start doing like your own thing that you realize okay like it's a lot difficult and even though like you might admire where someone else is Mm -hmm. kind of starting your own thing shows you like makes you more aware of how much more there is to it yeah like that quitting thing is not a joke like i feel like i wake up at least three times a week where i want to quit yeah but you just kind of like you have to just keep, keep rolling with it. You have to keep reminding yourself the reason why you started mm. and why and where what your overall vision is. Okay. So there's two you have to know what your why is. Mm. We started this we started this business because we wanted to create um originally clothes, accessories yeah. we went into, um, just fashion items. Mm-hmm. But we also wanted to create something ourselves with our own hands. Yeah. We had these ambitions, these goals to to be able to to develop a, a big company that yeah. stands the test of time. And so the why is that. The vision is this company or this brand that has a wide range of, of luxury fashion items mm-hmm. um, that will last beyond ourselves be beyond our grandchildren yeah you know and so when you get to that point where you want to quit is okay well why did i start this i started it because the, this mm. and that you know it can be as simple as saying i started this because i don't want to work for someone else okay so then when you when you get to a point where you're about to quit 
you go back to that why it's like do i want to go back there i don't think i want to do that so then it pushes you back and then you also think although i have to do certain tasks i don't like doing Mm -hmm. but it's going to contribute to this long-term goal which might be let's say financial freedom for you Mm. and then when you keep referring doing that kind of loop back in your mind yeah um every time you get to a point where it gets tough and sometimes you want to quit you'll ride it up because you'll think of your why and then the, yeah. and then the vision and then you'll you'll get back on task but isn't again it's it's not easy we we hit that kind of crossroad but then we said no nah, we want to do this for us it wasn't too much of a difficult decision we were okay. like now nah, we're gonna we're gonna go back and and get active and do, we did do you think it helps like having a team even though you've mentioned there's like there's like a few of you in your team. Yeah, so there's f- three core members, including myself, okay. and then now uh, there's um, a few others that are helping with things like marketing and, and designing. Yeah, and does that make it easier for you to kind of have to like keep going, or do you feel like it's added more pressure onto you? Like when, like you want to quit, it's just like oh, okay, like but there's all these people that kind of need me to kind of carry on. It's a mix, actually. It's a mix because. Even beyond the, your team members, there's people out there that are rooting for you, mm. and so you you want to quit, but then there's there's so many other people that are watching you and mm. saying, "Ah, oh, but you know, if you told them, if if you meet them on the road, and they'll they'll, they'll be like, oh, do you still do that? Do you still do that thing, that podcasting?' <laughs> and then you say no, mm. and then they're like, "Ah, oh, but that was really good. I Why did yeah. you know?" And so. There's that as well. I mean, you might not, someone might not care. They might quit and just be like, I'm done. Like, yeah. I don't even care if you were, you, if <laughs> you were buying yeah. or whatever. But there's so, even beyond your team, there's people that are rooting for you that mm. will be upset if you, if you, um, you know, if you quit. Yeah. Um, but having a team does make things easier as well to an extent because you can focus a little bit more on certain other things or your, or your strengths. Yeah. And you, have people who have certain abilities work and use those abilities to, to push the course forward and the, the brand forward. Mm. Um, but again, difficulties managing different personali- personalities and things like that. Um, having good judgment in, in people that you pick as well. Yeah. You know, so it's it's so important. Sometimes we pick people because we're just cool with them and whatever. Or they, they come to you, they're like, yeah, I want to help you out. Yeah. I'll do this and that and this and that. And, um, you know, things don't work out in it, and then it gets like that sometimes, man. That's again, the, these are the lessons, the L's that we take along the way, and you learn. But um, there's a whole pros and cons to having a team, but eventually you need yeah. people to support. You can't do everything by yourself. Literally. But um, don't I feel like to people don't feel that you need a team to start. Depending on what it, your business or your or your whatever it is that you're doing, so you sometimes you don't need a team. Mm. Sometimes just what break kind it down like, to the simple kind of situation. Would you say like where people wouldn't need a team? For example, I could have if I had the means. Yeah, I could have started this myself, or any of the other two could have started. Yeah, it themselves, and I mean, there's a whole bunch of people that started clothing lines by themselves. True, you have a bit of money you go get some t-shirts printed or you know get some items and you reset you create an instagram page you create a website and you sell you get orders you pack it yourself mm. you take it to the post office yourself you run your instagram yourself you could potentially even take pictures yourself it's a lot though mm. but you could do some of those things by yourself yeah but you know once you start growing you definitely need people to start taking care of things. And not even that, but you will still need... Uh, you're not an expert at all things. Exactly. So you might be good at branding, mm. but your designs might not be the best. True. And so you might now eventually need to get someone to start designing um, your your new items, especially if you want to grow and, and have more stuff. Mm. You could, you might not really know much about just the business side of things or, or finance. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't know that you're starting a business, and again, it's exciting, but we forget about some of the back end things like your managing your finances. If you've registered your business, doing your your tax returns and things like that, like 
see that's the stuff I was saying at the beginning like you know when people hear it just like oh my god that's overwhelming like yeah. having to register companies and stuff like that mm-hmm. like it sounds so overwhelming it's just like it puts people off starting in the first place yeah but what's that what advice would you give kind of to like someone who's starting off in terms of taking care like if they were doing it by themselves hypothetically speaking you have to be a student at all times at all times like I, I like the Chinese and the Japanese a lot mm. with certain like certain things. Um, I like their approach to work, learning, and patience as well. Mm-hmm. For example, there's um like a sushi sushi chef yeah who's one of the best. Probably I think they consider him the best in the world. I forgot his name, Gyro or something like that. Yeah, and. He has a small um, sushi restaurant in Japan, I think. I don't Somewhere in like Asia. Japan or China. Yeah. And he has been making sushi for his whole life. Wow, okay. Right? And he's still learning things, but it, for him to consider himself an expert, it's mm. taking that time of learning. And they do apprenticeships for sushi chefs. Mm-hmm. And for them, they say you have to do 10 years minimum to be considered as a proper sushi chef. 10 years. And I mean, we spend a bit more of that time in school, for example. Mm. But imagine that no, people don't really think like that. They say 10 years for you learning how to make sushi, some small some little piece. piece of but food. for them, 10 years. Yeah. And... They put you through your paces. You have to be a student at all times. You always have to, you have to start when you start at the beginning. I'd advise people to just okay. One, if if it's fashion, mm. it's how to how to draw if you need to draw. Yeah. Um, how to basically how to start a fashion brand. One, how to run a business. Two, mm-hmm. and from there pick up resources learn and learn and learn but then do as well at the same time Hmm. sometimes we might feel like we haven't done enough planning or research to start yeah so that's where we can that and that analysis paralysis or whatever Mm -hmm. they call it sometimes we feel like no i need to have this 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 and this and this and this in order before i take the leap and now it's not that have some things some core things Mm. like just a goal where do I want to be in six months at least? Okay. At the very least. Okay, how can I get to, to this goal? So work from the the overall goal, which let's say in this example, six months, mm. is I want to be able to be, I want to be able to sell five items a week. Okay. Maybe that's your goal in six months. So that realistic goals. Yeah, re- realistic. Um, at least in the short term your long term goal can be very ambitious mm. and I think it should be like long term I'm talking like 10 plus years okay. minimum then you work back from that mm-hmm. so if my goal is to for this company to make 10 million a year in 10 years yeah okay what do I what do I need to do in each year to get there yeah. and you work back but sometimes that can be a lot for some people so let's just say you've started I'm starting a business today a year from now where do i what how do i see the business okay maybe we're selling 10 items a week by Mm -hmm. then and it's bringing in x amount of money and we've got five different products um be as detailed as possible Mm -hmm. from there you now start working back again okay if i need to if to sell 10 products i need to make sure i'm doing a certain marketing and bits and bobs like that yeah so now you have a direction as a plan like for me it's a direction then you take the leap and as you take the leap you're still learning okay well if i need to be if i need to do marketing let me understand some marketing concepts or Mm. let me understand how social media works and how to grow followers on social media let me understand how to get people on my website Mm. you know if if you're a vlogger for example because a lot of i think let me even remove just actually starting like a company like a business yeah. let's talk about even personal brands like vloggers or influencers you can say i want to become a fashion influencer yeah you see yourself 
okay, I'll, you know, in a year's time, I want to have 20,000 followers. All right, cool. What do you need to do to get that, those 20,000 followers? Well, yeah. I need to be posting regularly. I need to um, start collaborating with brands. Um, I might even need to start collaborating with, collaborating with other influencers. Um, I need to be uh, communicating with my audience a lot and things like that. And so you can create a plan that yeah, way. Yeah, so you can like work um, backwards of anything, basically. Okay, if I need to, to, to get that many followers, I need to be posting a lot. Mm-hmm. Maybe, let's say, two times a day at minimum. Or if you need to be posting two times a day, you need to be taking pictures. and follow. So you have a direction. Mm. Now, you know, if I want to post two pictures a day, probably every weekend or every other weekend, I should shoot enough pictures to, to, to have that. Yeah. Then you do it. And when you start doing it, you start learning. Okay, maybe I don't shouldn't take pictures like that. I should take pictures like this. Mm. Um, uh, I like clothes like this. And let me style myself that way. Let me... L- look at other people's pages and see some successful influences and mm. how they and that's where the student bit comes in that's where you learn you're doing and you're learning you look at the response yeah and you continue main thing is just start <laughs> <laughs> just start something <laughs> man <laughs> just start something yeah. and and keep in mind that you need to learn the game as you're doing yeah. as you're going along if you do that over time, you'll be all right. And patience, man. Things ain't going to happen overnight. Oh, my gosh. That overnight success thing. Like, I think it was on the second episode or something. I was talking about it. Yeah. But you have to understand, it's kind of frustrating. Like, you want things to work. And I know that things take time. But you know when now, it's like, everything happens so quickly. Yeah. Anyway, so that whole concept of like, oh, well, I need to give it some time for my thing to work out. It's just out of the window. Mm. Because you see things picking up quickly in this day and age. And it's like, if it hasn't picked up quickly at a certain point in time, you don't know if you should carry on with it yeah. or just move on because it should have picked up quickly. It's, it's a tough one to to think whether you should continue with something or mm. stop. I can't even lie. I don't even have an answer to that. I don't even know at what point are you in the wrong, in the wrong space. Yeah. Like maybe you're in the wrong business or in the wrong career field. I don't even know. Um, I think maybe it's when you don't see any growth or development or learning at mm. all. But then how long should do you think it should take for you to see like growth or like development or I don't know man, maybe Careful with this one because there'll be like a lot of people just quitting after this. Maybe like two years or something. Oh, okay, that's all right then. No, not that like it can't be a short amount of time. You can't start something. You can't, let's say, become a, start, you say, I'm going to become a YouTuber. Mm. And then six months later, you still get 250 views. And you say, oh, then that's it. Like, <laughs> I, no. But see, I think that's semi sort of reasonable. Like, maybe you have to, like, kind of look at, okay, maybe after these six months, it's still on 250 views. What should I change? Well, yeah, that's, that is true. Okay. But it's not, I'm just, now I'm going to quit. It's not, oh, I'm going to quit. Maybe it's not for me. Mm. It's what do I need to change? Why is it that I'm not getting, I'm not, my, my viewership isn't growing? Mm. Um, is it the content itself? Is it the way I'm trying to push it out? Yeah. Um, you know, whatever. That's where you have to go back and learn. It goes back to always learning. Mm. And our feedback loop, like having this, you do something, you see the results, you analyze that, and then you then, some next steps okay for example we what can i say we what was it what example can i give with us for example maybe with our caps mm-hmm. this is our second second drop of caps yeah um and in fact we're about to release the third drop is a different color of of the first one okay and what we did is we put up the different colours we had in mind yeah. on Instagram just polled. Oh yeah, we were doing the votes. Easy way of getting feedback sometimes. Mm. Sometimes it's as easy of posting something up, you posting a video up and actually sending it to a couple of people and saying, Tell me what you think is bad about this video. Okay. And don't be don't get don't feel the burn when people say bad things about your stuff. You right, take that more more important than people praising you. 
in my opinion. Wow. Okay, but then see with that one, but I feel like that's assuming everyone's got like a good support system around them. Yeah. Not every like everyone has that where people around them want them to like do well or to like go forward and stuff like that. And it's so like it's even difficult for people to see that in certain situations. Like mm. they're around people maybe for like a certain number of years or whatnot. And then because of that, it's like, oh yeah, no, these are my codies, ride or die till the end. But drop something and watch the amount of criticism come. And it might yeah. not even be that you're doing anything bad, but it's So you you want you wanna eventually have a filter mm. for the criticism. You want to be able to filter out criticism that's just because they're hating okay. an actual real criticism, like, you know, whatever it could be. Someone might just be like, yeah, you know, I don't like the filter you put on your videos mm. and I don't like the topics. And then I don't like, some people might say, I don't like the filter you put. I don't like the the, the topics or mm. I don't like this and don't like that and don't like this. They'll just give a whole list of stuff. Yeah. And you can tell they're just, they, they just don't like you probably. But some people might, <laughs> some people might come and say, like, oh, that one. you know, but some, some people might actually say some things, you know, yeah, I don't like it. that filter. Yeah. That maybe that filter could be a bit better. They might not know what the better is. You, that's for you to figure mm. out. Um, and if a lot of people are saying the same type of criticism, then you should probably, like, listen. Board, yeah. You should probably listen and think, all right. Like, 10 people said they don't like the filter on this, on this picture. Maybe I should look at some other yeah. filters, you know? So you want to constantly be learning... And eventually, hopefully, growing. But patience, man. You have to have patience. It's not going to happen overnight, even if it does for other people. It might do. Mm. But it's not likely that it will. Okay. You have to find it. If something, like, pops off really quickly, do you think that that means it's going to be short-lived as well? Like, the success? Not necessarily. It depends how you manage that kind of 15 minutes of fame. Mm. They have to be able to manage it, um, and then build on it. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't build on it, so then they're here today and gone tomorrow. Mm. And then some people build like a steady foundation on it. So now they've got this whole wave of of followers and customers, and now they have this steady stream system. Yeah. But. After that, they don't grow. They become complacent. They, you know, they're getting their orders in every week, mm. things like that. But they're not actually experiencing growth. There's that as well. Um, and then there's people that they get that boom. They take advantage of it, mm-hmm. and then they double down on it, and then they go. So it really depends on the the people. Okay. Like, so you have you, to try and. You can be like an overnight success then. Yeah, you can. And like run with it. And definitely. I I definitely think you can be an overnight success. It's just God's grace sometimes, mm. or really good just banging strategy or banging products. Like you just come with something completely fresh. It just disrupts the scene, mm. and boom. Or you might just have God's grace. Yeah. And. I think I prefer the latter. Yeah, but... boom, like, but again, it's about okay. You've you've been given this opportunity yeah. through this like quick success. Mm. Now, run with it. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned that the best way, or like one good way, is if you come in and you bring something that's just like fresh and it completely like disturbs everything. Yeah, yeah. But do you not feel like in this day and age, everything's been done? Seems like, like that sometimes. Yeah. Some people are gifted to spot gaps mm. in the market. But a lot of times you might not. Okay. Uh, again, good example is the wave of, of people trying to become YouTubers mm. and influencers. Right? It's not easy because a whole bunch of people are doing, are doing it. Mm. So many influencers. So many influencers. Millions and yeah. millions and millions of influencers. And there's again millions of YouTubers, but if you think again, just like UK, yeah, and and the and black people in the UK, there's a whole bunch of YouTubers. Mm-hmm. It's about sometimes it's about okay, well, I'm gonna do 
something similar to this person, mm. but I'm going to add this or change this. Yeah. So sometimes it's just that little change or that little difference that actually becomes a big difference between you and someone else. Mm. So sometimes don't feel like, oh, you know, I need to do something completely different. I think I saw a post one time, they were talking about bread. It's like you go yeah, in the bread aisle it, and, and there's yeah, like there's so many, but it's it's the, the same-ish. Mm. To be honest, it's not really the same. It is the same item. It's all bread. Yeah. But some bread is better than, than others. Breads, yeah. So it's about how can I be even a step above the Tesco brand? Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's what it is. So don't feel like oh, I need some new radical idea. Just yeah. be like, okay, I'm going to create this kind of content. It's similar to this, 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 and that person. But I'm going to take this spin. So, like, if you know what you have to bring to the table in, like, any situation, like, even if you're doing something that's a bit similar to someone else. Yeah. Like, being authentic and keeping it the same, like, bringing in whatever. Just be you. Yeah. Like, just put your own spin on it. Yeah. You know, and and that can can be the difference. Mm. So, you'll probably find four YouTubers talking about some event can happen, some kind of situation, and then you'll have 10 YouTubers talk about that topic. Mm. But maybe the way one person had spoken about it is the one everyone prefers. Mm. True. But there's like different people that will prefer different ways. That yeah, you exactly. You well. can have your own audience and they like you, your content. Mm-hmm. They like who you are. They feel you. And, and someone can say, yeah, but she says the same stuff as so-and-so. But they like you because of the way you do it. Very true. So just run with it. But do still think of minor differences. Don't just copy, do copy and paste. Exactly. And there's a lot of copy and paste people. There's so many copy and paste. I think I was even saying it like, why would you want to be a B tech somebody else? Yeah. Like I've watched stuff <laughs> and not even in a sh- <laughs> in a shady way, but like I've seen stuff and underneath the comments it's just like, but didn't you just copy? Yeah, yeah. Like, but you have the same stuff, all different stuff. But I just saw this and it's a bit like. In this day and age where there's like how many mil- billions of people, why would you want to be like B-Tech version of someone else? Like you can't do someone else better than they can do them. Like you can, I feel like you can be inspired by stuff. Yeah. But whenever you directly imitate someone, it shows. People don't have confidence in themselves. Like that's mm-hmm. where it, it, it comes to. And I guess, so our brand, mm-hmm. what we've kind of, what our pillars of our brand DNA, like the pillars of our brand DNA is ambition. Yeah. Because we're very ambitious. We have this ambitious goal. And we want everyone to be ambitious. Mm-hmm. Underneath ambition, there's a whole bunch of kind of characteristics. Like you can't just ha- be ambitious. You need to have determination, patience, yeah. work ethic, so on and so forth. But the bundle there. Then self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Because again, the, the game is cold. You come in and, you know, you don't get that quick boom. In fact, you get negative boom. Yeah. You get people saying, oh, this and that. You get customer complaints. You get um, negative feedback or, you you know, whatever it is or something. If bad happens and, you know, you've got stock coming, stock coming in from overseas and it, you know, gets lost at sea or something. Like, anything can happen, but... Um, you need to have confidence in yourself. Mm. You need to have confidence in your abilities. And you also need to have confidence that you will gain the abilities to achieve these goals. Yeah. Um, and then have just confidence in yourself. Like, you're in your own lane. You don't need to look left or right, just mm-hmm. just forward. I think do, it's important to look left and right. I don't, like, sometimes people just say, nah, don't tunnel care vision. about nah. There's no such thing as the ton of you. Yeah. You you always peak at least, mm-hmm. but don't take it to heart. Like, be confident in who you either are or trying to become. Yeah. If you're not confident in who you are now, then figure out who you want to become and start working towards that. That's a word. Wow. That that's wow. that's what it is. <laughs> that yeah. and then and then there's elegance, mm-hmm. and for and for us. Elegance is really just a way, 
a way of doing things. Mm. And elegance, I think, can be different for different people. Okay. Like, I think different people can have their own type of elegance. We, we sometimes think of like urban stuff as not really elegant. We think yeah. elegance is just up, like classy, upper class. Upper yeah. class. No, let's even if we think of maybe um, like street dancing or break dancing and stuff mm. like that, there's a type of elegance in the way they do it, in the way they move, yeah. and stuff like that. You see what I'm saying? So you can have your own form of elegance. The way you go about doing things, the go, the way you go about completing your tasks, or the way you go about just when you go out, there's some form of elegance yeah. there. So those three things um, is the core of our tour. That's what we're trying to push out yeah and um you know but you got people and people not confident in themselves you have to be you have to be in this game to last i think it's hard like in this day and age as well where it's constantly like people being compared and i don't even just mean like physically or anything it's so hard for people to be like unique and then when you're trying to be unique it's just like you're doing too much to be different yeah yeah like you've got to do too much I mean, to everyone's trying to be different and they become the same because exactly. like, like, i'm different and it's yeah people like people like confidence mm. like in this game if you don't have confidence mm-hmm. you won't go far but it's difficult to just say well develop your self-esteem it's not it's not easy i think really and truly one i think there's two ways to at least allow yourself your lack of self-esteem to not affect you mm. is actually just accept that i'm flawed in certain ways okay or i lack certain things let's say knowledge for example mm. oh i'm not good i'm not a good speaker and mm. so my youtube videos and my vlogs are dead and because of that you lack confidence and yeah. so you don't you maybe don't do as many videos as as you should do and then when you do do the videos, it's not that great because you're, you're at, yeah. bringing out the fact that you're not confident in yourself. So first, you just say, look, you know, I, I admit I'm not a good speaker. Mm. It's um, it's a weakness of mine, but I need to work on it. You know, if, I think if you take that approach, it will remove the comparing yourself to other people. Because mm. some people... First is I'm not a good speaker, so and so, you know, so and so, she's always so good at on YouTube, and oh, so and so, he's a great speaker in his videos, and I'm just now nah, like, mm. I'm not just be like, I'm not a good speaker. I admit I'm not that good, but I want to learn and develop because I want I want to create these YouTube videos. Yeah. You will stop looking at those people i mean you might actually look at them to learn from them and not just to compare yourself to to them yeah you won't care that they're good you know that they're good and Mm. you know that you're not good instead of you're comparing yourself to make yourself feel bad that you're not good okay you start there and then it's actually trying to develop it and as you get better you will gain confidence true you build self-esteem when you get better at things um and so it's about trying to do that what's that the biggest thing you'll say like Artel had to like build on like when you started like maybe like a big challenge that you had when you started that you had to like start building on to get better at probably quality of our content and the amount of content we produce and we're still working on those things Mm -hmm. when we we launched our second collection boxing day of 2016 after we came back to the table and yeah. tried and you know learned from things we done when we dropped the first collection throughout 2017 tw- well so boxing day 2016 throughout 2017 mm-hmm. we we weren't we didn't really create much content we wasn't really shooting that much we're taking pictures here and there with our phones yeah and we were sending a lot of stuff out to influencers and they were you know sending in a couple pictures and things like that so that tied us over but there were so many times where we had no more pictures to post. Mm. We don't want to. We don't want to repost any pictures. So mm. you're there. Sometimes a week, week and a half, no posts. Yeah, and that's not good. And then obviously the quality of our content wasn't that great. We're taking pictures on our phones, and and that can work to be honest, mm. especially nowadays with you know the quality of quality our phones now. Yeah. But we, quality is not only just that quality of the picture, but 
the the creativity behind it. Mm. You know, we didn't have any kind of creative type of pictures, um, or any concepts to to our to our content. And when we released our third collection mm-hmm. in 2018, it was then when we obviously reflected back on 2017. We said, no, we need to be posting more, and just have better quality content. We had to put money in. We got a camera. We started shooting a lot more, and we had a lot more content. But we still need more content, anyways. Like that's yeah. so that's still something that we're working on. But it was a big hurdle because everyone's got other commitments. We're still, you know, we're not working on this full time yeah. yet. That that's one of the goals, and you have to manage trying to shoot around, but everyone working full time yeah. jobs. You know, and it's not easy. And then we're trying to create content at a mass, at, as massive of a scale as we can. It's a big challenge, but we're working on it. We've done much better. Twenty eighteen, you go through the Instagram, you see a big difference between stuff we posted in twenty seventeen, and stuff we've posted in twenty eighteen, mm. um, and twenty nineteen. We're just trying to get better and do a lot more content, a lot more video content, especially. Yeah. And yeah, I would say that's probably one of the biggest kind of hurdles or obstacles that we're trying to, we're in the process of, of getting over. Mm-hmm. Cool. Right. On that bit, because whilst you're explaining everything, that sounds, it's triggered something inside of me. Yeah. <laughs> and it reminds me of like, you know, when people were like, there's a difference between being self-made mm. and having that like, being ages. Because a lot of this is stuff that you're saying you learn on the go kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Now, recently, there's been a lot of talk about, well, people who are, like, successful, you like, if you've already had that backing and a big, like, boost, you can't really call yourself self-made, yeah. i.e. Kylie Jenner. Okay, cool. Now, <laughs> what's your, like, personal thoughts on someone being able to call themselves, like, a self-made billionaire like her? Can you say, like, she's gone through all these challenges unaided? Mm. Like, she's... Like, do you think the help is what's put her there, essentially? Or Ooh, is she one, self-made you know? like you? Well, I'm not definitely not self-made like her. Okay. Let's say, like, she's a billionaire. Yeah. Trying to get to that status. She's on a completely different level. But she... She semi-came from money. I mean, mm-hmm. she, was, she was very young when her family started making millions. So she... She had that investment money there, in a sense, you know. She she obviously grew up and she built a name for herself. Yeah. Still off the back of the popularity of her of her family and her sisters, mm. so it was definitely easier for her to go to a couple million followers just because of the family she came from. Mm-hmm. But I would say to people that even if you've come from money, it's not it's there's still challenges. Yeah. You can throw a whole lot of money into. A business or into a project and it'll, and it won't work mm-hmm. just because you've got money doesn't mean that doesn't you're gonna win anything, yeah. it, it doesn't mean anything um and just because you're popular doesn't mean that you're gonna win as well like yeah you can probably make money much easier than other people yeah but if your products are dead and they're dead you know people will buy it because of who you are but then they're gonna say no this is dead i don't want it mm. and if you then don't improve it your business will go bank like bankrupt. Like it's as simple as that. Yeah. No one's gonna want it, and no one's gonna buy it, and then you've wasted, God knows how much money. So, I would say that she has created her a name for herself. Mm-hmm. It was easier because she already had that popularity, but she eventually created her own personal brand herself. Like, in terms of just like her influence herself. Yeah. She created this company. And cool, she had the money to be able to to do it at quite a big scale. But again, she had to have she had to have good products mm-hmm. to get to that level. Again, that her business would have died if her products weren't good. Yeah, true. So we can't take away her achievements. Sometimes we we project our dislike. Because mm. honestly, we, we want that to be us. So everyone else is just triggered, basically. Yeah, m- majority of people. Majority of I think majority of people that are that don't like mm-hmm. how she's being turned self-made is because they want to be her, or they want to at least have 
what she what has, she has. And, and grow in the way that she did. Because the reality is, self-made or not, she's still a billionaire. Yeah, man, she's a billionaire, man. So, she's chilling. And you're there on social media just commenting saying, she's not self-made. She, Mate, go and do some work. Honestly. Maybe you too can become a self-made billionaire. Maybe you can be a more of a self-made billionaire than she is. Exactly. Go and prove yourself then. 100%. It's, it's as simple as that. No one... It's nice in it's nice to talk about these things and all of that, but after it's like, but if you're really burning, go put in the work. Go do something exactly. Oh no, but she when you had money, no, 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 no there's excuses. There's people that came from minus zero and they're billionaires, exactly, and they're yeah. richer than her. Honestly, I think it's just a thing where we want to feel better about ourselves to feel like, well, she had help and that's why she's there and I don't have help and that's why, and that's why I'm here. here. Yeah, yeah, I completely that's agree That's what it is, you. I think. And that's just some dead excuses. Exactly, exactly. And get to work. Okay. She put in work. You think that is... is <laughs> <laughs> you think that is easy like ah, oh, i'm just gonna put in 10 million and my brand's gonna just these people put in mad work you know because exactly. at the end of the day there's tons of people like lots of like celebrity children all that kind of stuff they're not all billionaires in their own right do you know what i mean so listen these these people have different struggles mm. like not even just struggles but they these people are successful mm. for a reason they're smart you can say, oh, the Kardashians just, you know, because of her sex tape or whatever and boom, boom, bam. Look, they capitalized off that. Yeah. And then not only did they capitalize off that, so this is this kind of boom, this random boom. Mm-hmm. They then built off that and these people Genius. are marketing geniuses. You can't take away from the fact that it's they true. know what they are doing. That's very true. They've learned over time what works. And they yeah, go ahead. With it. Exactly. They, for me, they deserve to win because they understood the game. Like, well, I don't. I, personally, I don't know if I would go that far for her. Them. I mean, cool. There's people that may be more talented and all of that, but yeah, they are skillful marketing in marketing and business. Skillful, yeah. So that's why they're successful in it. True. They like again, you won't make money if you're not good at if you're not good at business, mm. or if you you know, or maybe. You might not be good, and so you employ people that are good. Mm. But work still has to be done. True. These people have long days, putting in work, traveling from here to there. You think that they're just chilling? Mm. I used to watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. That was my guilty I'm pleasure so back in the days. Done. <laughs> yeah, I I'm used to watch done. it. I used to, you know, I'd be at uni, you know, like chilling, and I'll go and, and put like, on. Did any of you not watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Yeah. No. I used to watch it all of it. <laughs> Like, not all of it. I don't watch it anymore for quite a few years now, but everything. Yeah. Kim and Courtney in New York. Bye. Bye. That's what we're Season one and two. <laughs> that's what I was watching it because of Scott, because I love these suits. Scott is lit. I love it. Yeah, I love these suits. That's that's what attracted me to it. Okay. And then I got sucked and into that reality tracks, show type yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. But I'll cut that out. But, man, these people are active. They're going here and their parents here, they fly here and there and all of that. Yeah. You think they're not working? But they're making they're, they're, doing it. Yeah, they're, they're working for their money and you're there and you're just in bed just just chilling okay comfort everyone's edges there <laughs> yeah just you're chilling in bed just commenting saying oh like it's, it's only because of this true they're out there and going from here to there and you're in bed well that answers that then okay so number two on that then helping people do you feel a responsibility to have to help others once you make it? And like, as in terms of like family, extended family members and stuff like that. Because I saw Meek Mill talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I saw just, that today. Yeah, I saw I that like, today, actually. Hmm, like, he, yeah, he makes sense to an extent. I mean, he makes sense. His point is valid, in my opinion. Yeah. Other people will now come and say, oh, yeah, but, you know, you guys make... I think I saw someone's comment saying oh you guys forget where you came from and stuff like that mm. and for some people that is the case they make it and they they dip they go and that's it mm. like they think they're bougie they don't care about no one else but themselves but i believe that most of those people that were in that room they've helped so many of their family members exactly on the, on the way. but how much can you really do some people are so ungrateful some people will just com- com- continue to eat 
off you mm. all the time. I mean, we experience it ourselves. We've got family back home. Yeah. They'll call you for money. You'll send them money because they're your family members. They use the money, then they call you back and well, have more. You say, you. nah, like I don't have that no more. And then now they're thinking, oh, like, what do you mean? And, yeah. you know, like, I feel like when we help, we should try to help as well through education and through eventually having them maybe have something that creates income for themselves if it's financial help that way you can give them a whole bunch of money be like all right you've learned a bit about starting this kind of business start it i will help you as it's you know picking up Mm -hmm. but hopefully at some point it'll pick up and then you won't actually you won't need to ask me yeah but you'll be good and you're and you know and your like your part of the family will be good or whatever. Exactly. Um, but some people it will never be enough, and then you're gonna go broke helping other people. True. And True. what you're gonna do after that? You're broke. They're broke because they didn't use their money properly. Now you're all broke together. Yeah. And then they just say, and then they're dissing you, saying, "Oh man, you wasn't smart with your money. Mm. Look at then, 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 then. what do you mean? I was helping all of you guys. Mm. So." See, it's a bit of a balance. I agree with that because initially, I, my mindset always was kind of growing up like, no, like once you get put on, you have to put someone else on, yeah. you have to help other people up, which is true to an extent. But there's only so much you can do. There's some people like we were saying at the beginning, when you don't kind of have that kind of financial history, it yeah. doesn't matter how much support you give to them. Like you could be giving them like ten million, and they will waste it yeah. in one go. Whereas someone else, you can give them one million teach them how to like make more and they'll multiply that by like a hundred do you know what i mean so it's like it's exactly that imagine someone asks you for for money and then you give them a book and then they'll probably just diss you and be like what do you mean you can ask you for money and you're giving me a book but maybe in that book it will have what you need to be able to be self-sufficient exactly but you've passed it off because all you want is money you know what i'm saying so sometimes the way we can put people on is not even just by money but is through knowledge yeah. and education. It's like, okay, you know what? I've been in the game for a while now. I can actually teach you how to do what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And you can do it for yourself. 100%. So I will teach you. And then you can do it for yourself. But no, I don't know what do you mean? I want some, I want some money. Because it's like short-term goals. Yeah, it? yeah. So, but again, it's difficult. Some people are not going to be grateful. And there's, there's, there's no, not enough help you can give them. If they don't. If they don't help themselves, what can you do? Mm. You can take the horse to the water, but they you can't, can't force. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, but at the same time, I feel like you should still look to put certain people on. Um, and by putting people on, it depends what you're saying. If it's like money, maybe not. But if it's like sharing information, knowledge, mm. I think we definitely have, especially as black people, I feel like there is part of responsibility of doing that. Because again, if we want all of us to, if we want, us to get better as a people you know we need to be sharing this knowledge and information with people we can't just start becoming successful and then and then leave and then complain when certain things are happening in the community well you know we're partly to blame to an extent because we've made it and we don't go and and try to help people out Mm -hmm. and and especially if you're in that situation so and share like share the knowledge and information it's not gonna hurt you exactly there's enough bread for everyone very true and like i was saying i think there's only like black people that kind of have that mentality which i mean we've been through a lot like we've been through a lot a lot a lot and you know with our history with our history we came from certain disadvantages um psychologically not trusting ourselves, not trusting each other, trusting other races before ourselves, mm-hmm. um, seeing success and positiveness in other races and negative aspects in our own, yeah. self-hatred, lack of education and information, um, lack of financial literacy, like you say, all of these things. Obviously now, with the um, abundance of information, the easy access to information, there's certain educational aspects or informational aspects mm-hmm. that we can break completely break um that we need to that we need to actually take the steps to do that though and the ones that do do that we need to then encourage others to to do that as well yeah but there's a lot of we've been through a lot so it's difficult 
to go through hundreds of years of of these issues and then try to change it in in less than a hundred years in a sense for True. for for certain you know certain groups of, of black people so it's not easy but we have to just work against the tide and hopefully hopefully in our generation we'll see some very big improvements and then yeah. hopefully in the, in the next generation in our children they'll be able to l- live understanding their culture much more mm-hmm. their history much more both the negatives and the positives but the reinforcing the positive aspects of of us as a people and then them just being in a better position to to continue but yeah it's not easy for for us as black people but we're made strong so 100 percent. okay on that so one last question one bit of advice that you would give or like best advice you would give to anyone that's like starting something up or like someone who just hasn't even decided to start yet like they're sitting on their ideas if you've got an idea, just do it. Let's just do it. Straightforward. But learn at the same time. Yeah. Do and research. Do and learn. Do and learn. Do and learn. You learn, you change, and then you you do the actions and you execute. You execute. You get some results back. You you learn from them, and you keep doing that as you grow and grow and grow mm-hmm. and grow. Then you continue doing that forever. Because even if through doing that you become number one. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's someone in num- number seven that's coming to get you. Con- wow. Keep keep learning. No one's safe. So don't think that oh, I've made it now. I'm the best in the game. Mm. And that's it. No, mate. There's someone that's there's out there that's, that that can take your spot. Mm. So con- always keep learning, but don't sit. If, if you're not doing it, then someone else will. And don't get upset if someone's doing what you're doing mm. and you didn't take, take the jump. Just jump. 100%. I feel like I'm just taking this all on board. I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to keep that like, right in my notebook or whatever. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on no today. Problem. Thank you for having me. It's all right. Do you want to give everyone like your socials and stuff where they can find you? Business? Find the business Maison Artel, M A I S O N A R T E L Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter. YouTube, I think, as well. It's all, all the same. You lost that consistent. Um, the website is maisonartel.com um, and you can find me at Natino Boss, N-A-T-I-N-O Boss with three S's because the mm. one with two S's. Oh, you just have to exaggerate and let them know. Yeah, no, well, I had the one with two S's I got locked out of. Oh. That's, a, that's a different story. So I made a new <laughs> one with three S's. So. Got you. So, yeah. Okay. Well, and if you want to keep up with what's happening with Off Limits and when we're coming on next and we know that we've taken a bit of a gap, but that's because we've got more content in store for you lot, make sure you check us out on Instagram, on Twitter, at Off Limits UK. Also, make sure you check out the audio on all platforms. So all major platforms have it streaming and they'll be out at the same time as the visuals. But thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you next week. Bye, guys. If you're not watching this, you're losing. If you snooze, you lose. Yes, tell them. All right, bye, guys. Ain't nobody, nobody.